What is up, guys, and welcome to another edition of the Market Marauder Show, being the market one trade at a time. Hope everybody's having a great week out there, able to lock in some profits in this very volatile market. Um, let's jump into some of the articles going on in the news. So we're going to talk about three articles in particular in multiple industries, uh, one being the space industry, the other one being the EV industry, and the next one being the airline industry. So let's jump to the first one, the article talking about uh, Spirit. Uh, so Spirit Airline CEO uh, Ted Christie on a Thursday laid bare the reasons his company rejected JetBlue Airways $3.6 billion offer to buy uh, the low-cost carrier. So uh, Spirit Airlines uh, said that it is going to reject or it did reject uh, the $3.6 billion offer uh, of the aircraft carrier and went as far as to suggest that the bid may have been intended to stop Spirit's plan of merging with Frontier Airlines. Uh, JetBlue shareholders aren't supportive of this deal either uh, based on the company's stock performance. However, despite clear concern from JetBlue shareholders, JetBlue has continued to pursue disruption or yeah, disruption uh, to the Spirit-Frontier combination. Um, I think it's very interesting uh, to have a merger of this kind. Uh, they will have to compete with other companies such as United Airlines and Delta Airlines as well as Southwest. Uh, you know, them coming together um, as two companies, uh, Frontier Airlines as well as uh, Spirit Airlines, could be a competitor to a company like JetBlue. So I think it's definitely interesting to have uh, JetBlue step in and say, okay, well, we'll try to buy you out for this $3.6 billion deal, um, which to me is... Um, you know, a very interesting thing to do corporately uh, to make that deal or that counter offer. Uh, but I'll definitely keep you all posted on what goes on with uh, that deal and definitely going to be looking for more deals of this kind um, as, you know, we continue to see uh, airlines start to ramp up, uh, get more staff as we go into the summer season, um, as more people are starting to make trips uh, and kind of bouncing back from the slow uh, airline um traffic that we had back during the pandemic. So next, let's talk about EVs uh, in the name of Hyundai. So Hyundai plans a $5 billion investment in the U.S. on mobility technology, such as autonomous driving and robotics. Uh, so Hyundai Motors said on Sunday uh, it plans to invest $5 billion in the U.S. by 2025 to further, de to to further develop mobility technologies in areas like autonomous driving, robotics, and AI. Uh, the investment comes alongside the automaker's recent announcement of a plan to spend $5.54 billion uh, to build the first uh, dedicated electric vehicle and battery manufacturing facility in the U.S. located outside of Savannah, Georgia. That facility is expected to open in the first half of 2025 and is projected to have an annual production capacity of 300,000 vehicles. Uh, some of the $10 billion of the new investment will be used to further Hyundai's goal to provide sustainable and smart mobility solutions. Uh, and this is what the company said in a press release. Uh, Hyundai is aiming to be the top three uh, electric vehicle providers in the U.S. by 2026 and is one of several global automakers establishing new supply chains and production facilities in America to take advantage of what is expected to be the decade ahead of exponential growth for the category. 
The company had previously announced the plan to sell 3.23 million fully electric vehicles worldwide by 2030. So I think it's very interesting to see uh, the whole EV market start to ramp up in the U.S. as well as in China. Uh, a lot of EV companies are starting to ramp up. I know one that's traded uh, all the time by a lot of day traders uh, for Chinese companies. You have NIO and Xpeng, uh, which traded in the ticker sign NIO for NIO and XPEV for Xpeng. Uh, then also in the U.S., you have Tesla, which is just about everyone is trading Tesla. Uh, it's one of people's favorite stocks to day trade uh, or option trade. And there's so much buzz around Elon Musk um, about all the different things that he does um, in the world of EVs. And then you also have GM as well as Ford, which are two uh, U.S. companies that are trying to tackle the EV industry. So I think overall, uh, there are going to be a lot of EV companies uh, that are jumping into this. Uh, you also have some of the other manufacturers like uh, Porsche has an, their own EV line you see bmw has evs as well uh so there are other companies that do it but i'm talking about companies that are make more affordable uh cars for the masses so not really uh more niche or luxury type vehicles uh but more vehicles that are going to be uh geared towards the masses with large production uh capacity and so I think Tesla is kind of ahead of the game with that, all their facilities that they have open. Uh, not to say Teslas are, you know, very affordable compared to some of the other EVs that are out there. Uh, but I think technology-wise, Tesla has a lot of, if not all, the companies beat as far as technology is concerned. They definitely got a huge head start. And I think they're kind of the benchmark to where most companies are going to try to get to or ramp up their production to um, in the U.S. So that's what Hyundai will have to compete with as far as supply chain and technology. That's what GM will have to compete with, all the Chinese manufacturers or Chinese EV companies, um, as well as companies like Ford will have to compete with. So definitely going to be looking very interesting in the years forward uh, for how the battery technology advances as well as for the EV market as a whole. Lastly on here, I want to talk about Boeing. Uh, so Boeing is trying again to launch its Starliner capsule to space station, uh, and here is what it is at stake. Uh, so Boeing is set to make another attempt to reach the International Space Station with Starliner capsule uh, on Thursday, uh, near two and a half years after the company's first mission fell short. Uh, Boeing has uh, developing or been developing Starliner uh, Starcraft under NASA's commercial crew program, having won nearly $5 billion in contracts to build the capsule. Uh, the company competes under the program uh, against Elon Musk's SpaceX, which completed uh, development of its Crew Dragon spacecraft and is now in its fourth operation, uh, operational human flight or, or human space flight for NASA. Boeing's development of Starliner has uh, run into several obstacles over the past three years. Uh, its first uh, uncrewed mission in 2019, or December 2019, uh, was called Orbital Flight Test, or OFT, ended prematurely after a software manufacturer software malfunction uh, saw the capsule end up uh, in the wrong orbit. Uh, and NASA noted earlier, or noted earlier this year, after an investigation into the issue that Boeing software development uh, was an area where we have not had quite as much insight and oversight as we should have had. Uh, Boeing attempted to launch the second orbital flight test, or OFT-2, in August, but the company discovered a propulsion valve uh, problem with the spacecraft uh, was still on the ground, so 
13 of the 24 uh, oxidizer valves, uh, the control line, the control star, star liners movement uh, in the space got stuck after launch site humidity causes corrosion uh, and the spacecraft's service mode or service module was replaced. Uh, Boeing has now applied a sealant uh, to the valves and is scheduled to make another attempt of launch OF2 on Thursday. So make sure you guys look at this Thursday for Boeing's launch. Uh, an Atlas uh, 5 rocket uh, from the United Launch Alliance will carry Starliner to orbit uh, when it begins the 24-hour uh, uh, trip before docking to the ISS. Uh, the mission is expected to last a few days uh, in total before the capsule returns to Earth. Uh, the U.S. Space Force 45th uh, Weather Squadron forecast conditions are likely to clear uh, for launch without possible disruptions uh, or with possible disruptions from thunderstorms around Florida's Cape uh, Canaveral. So definitely very interesting uh, to see all these space companies, you know, really ramp up and start uh, launching uh, vehicles to space. I think that's also going to be a very large industry to look at as well. Uh, with SpaceX being, you know, one of the number one contenders, you have SpaceX, Boeing, uh, you have Blue Origin, uh, which is uh, Jeff Bezos' company. Um, and so I think in the space race uh, category, it's definitely going to be very interesting. You also have uh, Virgin uh, Galactic, which is another company uh, that's part of the space race. So I think all these companies combined definitely is kind of a niche topic or a niche industry, but I think there's huge potential uh, for investment into this sector. Um, I think it's definitely going to be looking at some something to look at uh, as we continue to go on um, into 2023 um, and beyond. And so hopefully that information helped you all out uh, just to show you what's going on in the market. Uh, I think these are three big industries to look at um, as far as investing is concerned. Seems to be a lot of buzz around all three of these sectors, which are airlines, uh, electric vehicles, and also electric vehicle battery manufacturing. Uh, and then you have space and space exploration. So make sure you guys go check out those topics. If you like the podcast, make sure you rank it. Uh, give it a thumbs up on whatever streaming service you're listening to. And have a good rest of the week. Peace.